Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hoping we didn't set any new records in 2022 for compromises like last year. We did not. And that's that's very good news. We got close, but we were lower. We did set a, a recent high on the number of victims. So 422 million Victims. Now, obviously, there's some duplications in there because there's not 422 million Americans. But we had one breach right at the very end of the year that blew that number way out. We would have been down by a third, so down a third in victims, had we not had one breach at the tail end of the year. And that was Twitter, which that one breach alone represents 221 million users. So that kind of skewed the victim count for the year. When we look at the victims and we look at the number of people that are impacted when a company like that gets hit, you know, what is the impact on daily lives from that? What does that do to those users? Mm-hmm. You know, in, a, in a situation like what we're seeing with Twitter, generally what happens there is you're going to see an elevated risk of phishing attacks. So someone's going to take that kind of information they get off a Twitter account, so which is usually a phone number or an email address or maybe both, uh, and they will they will become uh, subject to more kinds of phishing attacks, more of those texts to your phone saying, "Oh, your account's been locked. Please click on this link," or maybe a phone call, maybe an email trying to get you to. Uh, update your account information, or did you just try to uh, change your password? Please click here so we can determine if it was you. Those kinds of phishing attacks, you'll see an elevated number after something like what happened to Twitter. When we look at the these breaches themselves, what are the primary ways, like the initial way that these cyber criminals are getting in? This year's numbers show us something very different than previous years. So historically, we've always had cyber attacks was number one. And then within cyber attacks, the number one was was phishing, followed by ransomware for the last four or five years, and then malware. So what we traditionally think of as the way you attack somebody in a cyber attack. So whether it's a it's some sort of a software flaw or maybe some sort of a, a virus or something of that nature. This year's number is very different. The single largest way that a cyber attack occurred that led to a data breach is unknown. We did not have the information provided by the companies who were breached to tell us what actually happened. That's a very, very new phenomenon. In fact, only 34% of data breaches had information about victims and how the attack occurred. And that's creating a lot of risk that is unnecessary. Why are companies not releasing that information? You know, we really don't know specifically. It's going to require us to do some more study because this is such a new phenomenon. But we do know that there are certain things that have happened that kind of lead us down this path. One is there's been some court rulings in the federal court system, which basically say 
you must show that there's actual harm of a data breach before you can sue if you're a consumer whose information was exposed. What that means is organizations are making the determination, well, there's no risk, so I don't have to send a notice. But if there is risk, I don't have to include the details. I'm not going to give you all the information you need to sue me in that data breach. So notice. So we're seeing companies pull back the amount of information that they are sharing because they're afraid of litigation. You also have companies who are just just not sharing information. They're just making a conscious decision. We're not going to tell you. And the state laws generally don't require that, so they're not doing it. So for the future, I would assume that that means that if we don't know how these are happening, it makes it harder than to prepare our defenses for future attacks? That is absolutely correct. This makes it difficult for other businesses who want to avoid being attacked in the same way. It also makes it hard for the people whose information is exposed to know how they need to respond. Because those data breach notices also are not including very actionable information beyond maybe it tells you there was an event, maybe they provide some sort of monitoring uh, service for you, but they don't tell you the things you really need to know to assess the risk of that kind of a breach. So it does make it difficult, and it makes it difficult for organizations and policymakers to make determination about what's the real risk that needs to be uh, addressed and how do we protect people from that. So what we're really hoping is by exposing this new uh, kind of uh, uh, attacks that we're seeing without information about them, that we will cause policymakers to say, we need to require this kind of information so people can protect themselves. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 